Welcome to Truth Triumphant Radio. I'm your host, Cody Mori. And recently, we have had, as many of you know, and a lot of these documents have been coming out more and more, the release of the UFO documents, the declassified documents from the government. And I wanted to take a moment to talk about UFOs today. And I'm, I'm going to be quoting from a book, only one book um, today in particular, because it's just so well uh, sourced and cit citations throughout. And that book is by Jonathan Gray. It's called The Forbidden Secret. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Jonathan Gray is, he recently died this last, it was either late 2020 or early 2021. He was an archaeological researcher, an archaeologist, uh, he worked with uh, Ron Wyatt on a few things. Um, he helped him out, I believe, with some of the things in regards to uncovering the Ark of the Covenant, which was never fully realized. But um, nevertheless, they found some interesting things in regards to Jesus Christ's crucifixion. Um, he's a great author, and he's he's authored a lot of books. You can find him on a website called BeforeUs.com. And I encourage you to, to check that out if you're interested in some of the uh, archaeological references and, and scientific data. He does a lot of stuff on evolution and things like that. He, he has a very popular book out there called Dead Men's Secrets. Um, I don't necessarily confide in every idea that he has, um, but you can certainly see that uh, he, he loves the Lord and he is very interested in, in the facts behind the matter as far as uh, science or in this case UFOs are concerned so as many of you know the one of the COVID relief bills there was a clause in there releasing or declassifying documents related to UFOs from the government and this is from msn.com but they're quoting from Daily Mail uh, dot com uh, Megan Sheets from January 12th 2021 it the title of the article is CIA declassifies more than 2 million pages of UFO documents so it says this the CIA the CIA has declassified a trove of more than 2 million documents about UFO sightings and research dating back to the 1970s the remarkable dossier filled with what the CIA claims is every single one of its files on unidentified aerial phenomena, UAPs, the government's official term for what we commonly call UFOs, was published by the Black Vault website on Thursday. Black Vault's founder, John Greenwald Jr., has spent the past two decades suing the CIA to release the records and then scanning the pages one by one. The dossier was released ahead of June deadline for U.S. intelligence agencies to reveal everything they know about UFOs to Congress under a clause slipped into the $2.3 trillion coronavirus relief bill signed into law by President Donald Trump in December. Uh, one example is several of the files appear to reference the same incident in which a possible UFO was cited at the Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio in 1978. The reports refer to someone named Dr. Leon Davidson, 
who made multiple requests for information about the matter and did not appear to be getting any response. He is believed to be the same Dr. Leon Davidson who studied UFOs for decades beginning in 1949. According to Columbia University, which was gifted a collection of engineers' research on the subject after his death in 2007. And the article goes on from there and lists a few other options. Now, folks, the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, um, whether you believe in UFOs or not um, is really irrelevant because there are a lot of people that do. Uh, there's been religious movements such as uh, Heaven's Gate. Uh, and there's another one, I can't remember the name of it, that was very popular as well. I think they're still around. Um, and they believe in reincarnation and all that sort of stuff. But um, people believe this. A lot of people believe this. And, and people are seeing this stuff. That we can't deny. Now, some of you might think, okay, where's he going with this? Because I don't trust the government. And I have a problem that all the information that we have on UFOs is from declassified documents from the government. In other words, the government is feeding the information in regards to UFOs. I'll tell you folks, when I was when I was in the military, I remember one night we were at a, a, a firing range and we were doing a, a night shoot. And when we were doing that night shoot, I had what we called NVGs, night vision goggles, and I put them on and I looked into the sky and I wasn't the first one to see this, but a friend of mine actually brought it up. And, and so I looked in the sky and I, and I thought, okay, what, what is this? And I saw these lights in the sky, only with the MVGs on. I couldn't see them with the naked eye. But I saw these, these lights way off in the distance that the NVGs were picking up. And I saw them move in a very strange pattern. It wasn't like a helicopter situation. It wasn't like a plane situation. They moved very free form and flow and ebb and it was it was very um, confusing to see because it was it was quite literally from from us and the few guys that took a look at it uh, it was unexplainable as far as whether or not it was some type of military craft I think a few of us comforted ourselves with the thought that it was some Marine Corps you know military craft that we weren't aware of or something like that Folks have seen the lights over Phoenix. There was the attack, so-called, uh, in Los Angeles. There's been, uh, there's Roswell. There's all sorts of things. And if you talk to people, there are a lot of people uh, that have experienced abductions. There's a lot of people ha that have seen lights, flying saucers, um, unidentified flying objects, UFOs in the sky, and we have to ask ourselves, you know, since this stuff is, is being declassified now and made more prominent, therefore made more prominent now, and we're going to see that, I believe, in the future, um, what what is it about these things? How do we understand these things? Is there, is there a way to, to explain to someone what these UFOs are? Are they actually aliens coming to our planet 
um, staying very low key as much as they can. Obviously, they're being seen by millions and millions of people and abductions are taking place and things like that. Uh, but overall, there hasn't been a, a, a massive landing or invasion of any kind that we know of where they have basically revealed themselves to the mainstream world. So that is a question. Uh, that is a question that a lot of people have. And I know a lot of Christians, a lot of Christians um, who do believe in UFOs. So let's take a look at that today. And again, I'm going to be quoting from that book. Um, it's called The Forbidden Secret uh, by Jonathan Graham. I'm going to quote from page 203 and 204 here. And when I read some of these quotes, he has quotes within them. I'll just say quote before I start it. And I'll give you the source that he gives in the book. All right. So first off from those pages 203 and 204, this is what is said. For over 20 years, J. Allen Hynek, that's H-Y-N-E-K, was a scientific consultant for the U.S. Air Force on Project Blue Book. His instructions were to study UFO reports and determine whether an astronomical object such as the moon or the planet Venus might explain them. Whilst Blue Book listed 12,618 reports, of which 701 could not be explained. It concluded that UFOs did not pose a threat to national security. Without saying what they were, the government, by this means, got itself, quote, off the hook. The later Condon report announced the same conclusion. Although a UFO skeptic at, at start, Hynek became convinced that a certain percentage of claimed sightings were worthy of serious study. In 1973, he founded the Center for UFO Studies, along with the now-noted UFO researchers Jacques Valley. In 1976, Hynek made this observation, quote, The conclusion I've come to after all these years is that, first of all, the subject is much more complex than any of us imagined. It has paranormal aspects, but certainly it has very real physical aspects, too. The attitude we're taking in the Center for UFO Studies is that we're going to have scientists involved we will push the physical approach as hard and far as we can. Instrumentation, physical evidence, photographs, radar records. If we are finally forced by the evidence itself to go into the paranormal, then we will. And that is from J. Allen Hynek, Fate, June 1976, cited in Ronald D. Story, editor, um, The Mammoth Encyclopedia of Extraterrestrial Encounters written in 2002, page 304 and 305. Now, later on, J. Allen Hynek, so Hynek is basically saying there um, that in his years of study on this, they've come to the conclusion that um, tracking UFOs using physical instruments is very hard and just about impossible. So he thinks he's thinking that there are some paranormal or supernatural aspects to UFOs. So this is what he said in a 19, or 1977 interview. 
This is Heineck. He says, the extraterrestrial theory runs up against a very big difficulty, namely that we are seeing too many UFOs. The Earth is only a spot of dust in the universe. Why should it be honored with so many visits? And the interviewer said, then what is your hypothesis? Heineck's response, I am more inclined to think in terms of something meta-terrestrial, a sort of parallel reality. That's from Heineck, Lumiere's Dans la Nuit, number 168, October 1977, again quoted in Ronald D. Story, who is the editor of the Mammoth Encyclopedia of Extraterrestrial Encounters, uh, written in 2002, page 304 and 305. Later on, Heineck again in 1977, January, or, I'm sorry, November 21st, 1977, in Newsweek, uh, this was reported in the interview with Heineck. UFOs, he says, may be psychic phenomena, and the aliens may not come from outer space but from a parallel reality. So, one of the reasons why they think that is because in the sightings that many people have, and if you study this out, because this stuff is very, very, um, let's say, trendy right now, uh, and has been for a while. Many, many of you folks probably have heard of the documentary series called Ancient Aliens. I think there's multiple ones now. Uh, but ancient aliens where they 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 look at some of the things that were in some of these tablets and some of these archaeological um, hieroglyphs and things like that and and interpreting and seeing that there there may have been some type of crafts that were visited uh, to these various civilizations and things like that all those by the way that uh, Jonathan Gray answers in his book but one of the things that they pointed out is that one of the reasons they think that this the UFOs are not a physical phenomenon, in other words, actual alien beings that are coming to Earth, but a supernatural phenomenon, meaning spiritual in nature, is for these reasons. And you can find this on page 113 of The Forbidden Secret. It says, UFOs can make 90 degree turns at impossible speeds make other maneuvers impossible in the physical realm change shape before our eyes that's their that's their their crafts and their actual um those who have actually seen aliens in person they can change their shape they found melt away into nothing in front of us apparently materialize or take form Two distinctly different UFOs hovering in a clear sky will converge and eventually merge into one object. There's actually videos of, of, of that happening where you can see these two flying saucers kind of come together and all of a sudden there's just one flying saucer there. So, uh, you know, that's not, that's not something that, you would, that would be typical of the physical realm. But if it's a spiritual sighting, now that might make some sense. These all hint at another dimension. The weight of evidence suggests these are paramountly not physical, but spiritual manifestations. Now, folks, if they're spiritual manifestations, then what spirit would it be behind it? Would it be God? 
that would be coming and pretending to be a UFO? Would it be angels, uh, good angels, guardian angels that are materializing and showing themselves to in us in this physical form as UFOs changing shape, materializing before our eyes, things like that, abducting people, right? Would that be, in a way, deceptive practice, right? Uh, would, would that be good angels or something else doing that? I think the answer is, is somewhat obvious. Um, but we're going to go on. We're going to read a couple more quotes here. This is from the same book, page 211. And there's a few, there's a few uh, more citations in here within, these, within this quote. It says, John Keel, famous UFO researcher, author of many UFO books, including The Mothman Prophecies in 1975, later made into a Hollywood movie of that name, concurs. Quote from John Keel. The UFOs do not seem to exist as tangible, manufactured objects. They do not conform to the natural laws of our environment. They seem to be nothing more than transmogrifications, tailoring themselves to our abilities to understand. The thousands of contacts with the entities indicate that they are liars and put-on artists. And that's from John Keel, Operation Trojan Horse. Um, written in 1996, page 266. So he, he indicates that they are liars and they're put on artists, meaning that when they reveal themselves to us, they're revealing themselves to us in the way they want, they want to be seen, not, not as they are. And when they speak to us, because there are those who have spoken with them, what do they talk about? Well, they talk about how there's other paths to salvation, how the Bible has been changed. It's very interesting. I don't have, I, there are quotes for that, but just so that I don't have too many quotes that I'm reading because I have a few more to go through. Uh, but you can find all of that in this book. But that's what John Keel, his conclusion of the matter was. And I find that very interesting because that, that again, that points us into seeing what is the source, uh, what what sort of um, core values and core spiritual indications go along with UFOs. Well, as we're seeing, deceptive ones. So this is actually a spiritual manifestation of, let's put it plainly, demons, demonic activity. That's what it is. Now, going on with this quote, it says, uh, researchers Ankerberg and Weldon also note, that's John Ankerberg and John Weldon, uh, they also note, quote, it seems evident that these phenomena are produced in the same manner that other occult manipulations are produced. They involve dramatic manipulations of matter and energy. Although they originate from the spiritual world, they can produce very powerful temporarily physical manifestations at the material level. However, the UFO is produced. It is frequently of small dimensions, an area where an extremely large amount of energy is concentrated. And that's from John Ankerberg and John Weldon in 
the facts on UFOs and other spiritual or supernatural phenomena, written in 1992, page 36 and 37. And again, quoting from, from them, uh, from page 12 of their book, it says, In all the millions of sightings, there has never been even one radar detection of a UFO entering our atmosphere from outer space. Now think about that. They seem to always get past that part. Another, another example that they, they put out to show that these extraterrestrials that are visiting, um, that they're actually coming through spiritual means. ETs appear quite able to breathe in Earth's atmosphere without respiratory equipment. Three, although fired upon many times by Russian, Canadian, and American pilots, never has a UFO been brought down. Four, startlingly, no UFOs seen at different times ever look exactly alike. And again, that's from page 12 of their book. So, the evidence thus far that we've collected seem to indicate that these ufo sightings they're real there's been pilots that see that see these things there's people that have been abducted that can tell you uh horrific things that were done to them and the way the way jonathan gray uh, puts it is that a lot of these people a lot and people that have researched this these people who have these stories, they have everything to lose and nothing to gain by, by giving these stories. So the, the manifestations, they're, they're real. The people are seeing UFOs. But why are people seeing UFOs? People are seeing UFOs because we are getting further and further away from God. And I'm going to prove that to you now with... Our final quote, but it's kind of a long one because it's talking about an experiment that was done and some research that was done by a couple of gentlemen. And you can find this on page five, starting on page 587. And quote, one alien abduction research group in particular deserves credit for the discovery. It was CE4, founded by Joe Jordan and Wes Clark. Each of its dozen or so Florida-based members was also a trained field investigator for MUFON, Mutual UFO Network. MUFON is unquestionably the most respected clearinghouse in the world for UFO reports. CE4's president, Joe Jordan, also serves as a state section director of MUFON in Brevard County. Due to the enormous number of abduction victims in the Florida region, CE4 initiated its own research independently of MUFON. They began probing for patterns or other factors that may have been overlooked by other UFO researchers. They drew a blank until their research turned in a spiritual direction. Clark had a belief in God, but it went no further than that. In other words, he wasn't an agnostic. He had a belief in God, but he wasn't necessarily a Christian. Okay, going on. Jordan was a crystal-rolling New Ager. Neither of us had ever even considered a spiritual origin of the phenomenon, recalls Wes Clark. We had a bunch, we had a hunch we were onto something. 
Their investigation took on spiritual groups such as Buddhists, Jews, Muslims, and agnostics. At first, it bore no result. All appeared to have experienced abductions. They studied more case studies, and there emerged a puzzling trend. It had to do with a group who were called Christians. And here, the researchers ran into a puzzle. They found that some Christians were abducted and some left alone. And the question arose, why? Where do we go from here? Further investigation turned up confirmation that Christians fell into two categories. One, the first type was those who had given mental assent to Christian ideals or morality, but did not necessarily apply these personally to their lifestyle, either because they hadn't learned to or didn't want to. The researchers found in this group some who regularly claimed abduction. Two, however, the other type of person had given his life over to following Jesus Christ. This type of Christian applied biblical and Christian principles in his daily life. The researchers found that this group was notably exempt from abductions. Remember, neither Clark nor Jordan was a Christian, but in an attempt to get to the bottom of this, the CE researchers enrolled in a Bible study course. Please note that this was decided upon simply as a means of practical research and not from any pre-existing belief in Christianity. This led them inevitably to find information concerning a spiritual battle being waged between the angelic forces of Lucifer and those of the Creator. They discovered that the Bible provided answers concerning the nature of this spiritual battle. This enabled them to perceive the difference between the Christian subject to abduction and the group that was not. Group 1. The researchers described a Christian group, Christian of this group as the talk-the-talk talk Christian. This type of person seems unable to discern spiritual things. Thus, he remains open to spiritual attack from alien entities. Some of these regularly claim abduction. Group 2. This other type is the walk-the-walk Christian. He looks for spiritual reality in the world around him. This would lead him to a view to view abduction experiences as a spiritual attack. As a result, he would deal with them in a unique manner by calling on the authority of Jesus Christ to intervene. This class of Christians are left alone by the abductors. Very few born-again Christian believers show up among abductees. This intriguing reality has been more or less ignored by many UFO researchers. So think about that, folks. That's amazing. That's amazing. So true Bible-believing Christians, remember in their research, they were looking at Jews as well, so Judaism, which is, is close to the true religion, but is not. Um, they were looking at Buddhists, and they were looking at Islam and agnostics and all of them there was no there was no obvious uh, difference between those who were abducted and those who weren't however when they got to the true Bible believing Christians they found that the true Bible believing Christians were the only ones that were exempt from abductions which I think is amazing it, that's proof positive that it is a spiritual battle going on in fact the book actually goes on later on to talk about how there are there have been individuals who have been in the middle of an abduction and they called upon the name of Jesus Christ and the abduction immediately halted so 
that's very interesting and when you when you look at some of the folks that are are really involved and very interested in ufos a lot of them are new agey a lot of them are very into the occult and a lot of them who su supposedly contact um aliens actually channel them and allow the aliens to possess them all very spiritual uh aspects so this this is something that we should all keep in mind there the truth about UFOs and the truth about aliens is this. It's all deception. It's all demonic. And it's in its in its core, it's spiritualism. And if you know what the great controversy has to say and what Revelation has to say about spiritualism, you'll know that there is a threefold union at the end of times. And that threefold union is one, Roman Catholicism, two, apostate Protestantism, which joins together with them to bring in the Sunday law. And then thirdly, that, that third leg is spiritualism and UFOs and extraterrestrials and the sightings of these aliens that use deceptive practices and talk about how the Bible's been changed and how there's another way to salvation and all these other things. That group is all part of spiritualism. Folks coming back from the dead, things like that, seances. Folks that are involved in seances also are able to channel aliens just like they're able to channel quote-unquote dead people. And what does that tell you? That tells us that this is demonic in nature. And the folks that they find that get abducted the most are those who are recently playing with a Ouija board or getting involved in some type of uh, supernatural dark practice, conjuring witchcraft of some kind. And now all of a sudden they're, they're having uh, alien visitors and things like that. So it's very interesting. It's very interesting to see because now that these things have been declassified, We'll have to stay stay tuned and take a look to see exactly the role. Many, maybe some of you know, I don't know, but the, exactly what the role is that UFOs are going to play in in all of this. But it seems like there is some type of role that they have in mind for UFOs. And remember, that falls into that category of spiritualism. It's it's a scary place to be, um, and if you've ever been in contact or ever seen anything like that, especially recently, I would definitely reconsecrate your life to Jesus Christ and ask him to remove uh, those dark spirits from your view. Well, it looks like we're just about out of time. I hope this was a blessing to you. I know a lot of folks have questions about UFOs and over the years and, and many people find it a very interesting topic. So hopefully this cleared up some of your guys' questions. I'm Cody Mori and you've been listening to Truth Triumphant Radio. We will catch you next week. God willing. God bless.